Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Welcome to the uh, sexiest show on the planet. Um, one of the best shows you can ever, uh, ever imagine. Go Hawks. No. Um, so... This one is uh, titled The Art of Volatility. It's like the art of war, but I don't know. Let, just worse. Actually, I like The Art of War. It's actually one of the better books. Never got a hold of the actual book, though. I just ended up finding an audiobook on YouTube listening to it, and I was like, whoa, this is some heavy shit. <coughs> Always have the high ground. Anyway, um, so where do we go from here? The art of volatility. Well, volatility is fucking awesome. Let me just tell you that way. Let me just put it to you this way. Volatility gives us the ability to make money. If there wasn't volatility in the markets, it would be actually a lot tougher. Look, everything can't just go up forever. This is the point I always try to make to everybody. People like to think just because something's going up now, that two days from now it's going to keep going up. It's going to keep going. It's like somebody who makes a shot in basketball, right? Two two in a row, three in a row. I can't stop. I won't ever miss again. Four in a row, five in a row. It's the old hot hand fallacy. It's one of my favorite metaphors to use in the market. But people will see the market have runs for days and days and days and think it never will stop. (coughs) The next day it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. And then kafui. Bam, it's down the next day. Oh, down again another day. Oof. My point is, you can actually play the market in a different way. Takes a little while longer, but you can protect your upside and your downside. First off, I bet against leverage ETFs like the UVXY. In fact, that's the only one I really even get involved in. Reason I like it, it's actually pretty fucking volatile. And they recently went through a reverse split. So, very happy about it. <laughs> truth is though i'm just a huge fan of volatility um i know for a pure fact that when i play volatility volatility i'm going to be getting a lot of reward and i think that there is an art to playing the volatility of the market there is if you play it on a day-by-day basis it's very tough actually to play to play it on a single day basis. I like to play it actually on the weekly basis. I like to play it. Uh, I do take it day by day. Um, and because I've been taking it day by day, I've been rewarded. Um, it's a bit of a delayed gratification sort of thing. But I understand that the market can't keep going up forever. So with these leveraged ETFs I have, um, UVXY mainly, it's ever since it went through the reverse stock split, of course, it's been going lower, drastically lower which is a good thing for me because I keep buying as it continues to drastically lower, but it also makes it towards closer to the strike prices for my put options. Now, there is an art to volatility, and the art is you can make the money, you can get returns. Only problem is you do have to, you do have to play both sides in a leveraged ETF. It's not a good idea. 
with a leverage ETF just to buy stock and then try to hopefully sell it on the upswing because that upswing may never happen. That's the point about the leverage ETF that really sucks. But let's say the market did crash. I'm a rich son of a bitch if the market crashes tomorrow or the next day or if it kept crashing the next day. <clears throat> My point is I would keep making so much money because the prices per share would go up for this leverage ETF because these leverage ETFs are meant to do the exact opposite of what the S&P 500 are doing or the NASDAQ or the Russell 2000, right? It's meant to do the exact fucking opposite. And that's all the fun. That's where the fun lies. I had to get all epic with my voice. That is where the fun lies. If you play the leverage ETFs. No, anyway, you bet against the leverage ETFs, right? With put options, right? Those are the way to bet against it. Don't short these. They're shorting, shorting, borrowing shares that you don't know what the price will be the next day is stupid. Buying put options, though, is the best way to do it because at least the worst case scenario is you just lose the money you put down to buy the premiums to begin with, <coughs> which is fine. Um, but yes, I'm a huge fan of volatility and because Biden is in office, I do have a firm belief. My thesis is that because Joe Biden is in office, um, and Democrats are ruling everything and you know, there's excessive money printing and the fed is telling us everything is all right. And they're saying inflation is only 1.5%. There's a problem. Houston, we have a problem. The problem is the fed is shoving us bullshit lies, printing more money. And if this $6 trillion, uh, what do you call it, $6 trillion um, infrastructure plan comes to fruition and gets passed, which I don't think it will, say bye-bye to your markets. Say bye-bye to everything. And look, I'll be protected. I'll be just fine. I'll be making fat dough because I think the markets will crash at a rate that we've never even seen before. We're already printing money enough as it is. What we're seeing right now is the bubbles getting inflated because one, we are pumping more money into the system, but you do realize that a lot of these bills that uh, Papa Biden, Papa Joe Biden, who really cares about you, but really doesn't, um, is basically not giving any money to the people. It's giving some of the money to the people, but it's also buying junk stocks and junk bonds. This is the stuff people don't realize are in these bills. And it's all a big hoax. As I always say, when money printing happens, when devaluing of a currency happens, the only people who come out of this unscathed are the rich. They are fine <clears throat> because they already invest. They already protect their downside. They protect their upside. Warren Buffett's going to be just fine at the end of this. Um, Bill Gates is going to be fine because they know how to protect themselves. Sad part is in public education, people are never taught how to protect the downside. They're only taught that things go up but can never go down. Look, things can go up, and they can come down. It's not a weakness. It's life. And uh, I want to let you guys know this. It's a, it's a plea to my generation. That it's life. It's just how things work. But hey, if you can get rewarded for the downside of something, wouldn't you take it? Yeah. That's why I bet against the market. That's why I buy shares of the UVX. Why I don't buy calls, though. I just don't know when the market crash will happen. In fact, the market could continue to go up indefinitely. 
if there's enough gullible investors, which there are, by the way, Robinhood investors, uh, Weeble investors, people getting into TD Ameritrade. Now there's a lot more investors out there in the market pumping money into the market and buying and holding. The problem is eventually these are people who are not experienced and will panic sell at the flip of a coin. There's a lot of panic sellers out there. So you're going to see a lot of volatility. So if the market tends to dip down, it's going to dip down even further because then people will see the dip and they'll be like, sell, sell, sell. And it'll cause another dip, another dip, another dip. <coughs> it's just a cascade. And institutional investors are also seeing the writing on the wall as well. They don't know really what to do. They're thinking probably let's just sell off because First off, the the possibility of the 40% corporate tax, that should never pass. This is another reason why I sincerely hope the Democrats lose seats. Overtaxation has never solved a problem in the history of any government. Read your history books, people. Read the history books, man. I'm telling you. I've studied way too much economic history, and I know that... By the way, the devaluing of the uh, Germany, the devaluing of their currency... When they devalued it, because they, they fucked themselves bad. This is like in the 20s, 30s. Anyway, it eventually, their, their economy was so terrible for the longest time. Eventually, uh, a young lad named Adolf Hitler, an upstart, decided to say, hey, guys, let's, um, you know, elect me. I, I can be the new chancellor of Germany. I don't know how the whole history of it went. Basically, Hitler convinced a bunch of hopeless people that there's hope through him. Right, and he can restore alone the economy. <coughs> he made Germany public enemy number one, is what he did. Hitler fucked everything up. I'm telling you, when you devalue currency, bad things happen. Your economy goes to shit. Everybody's desperate and poor, and they'll listen to any voice who promises hope. And and I'm seeing 1920s, 1930s, 1940s Germany. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing us right now mirroring older Germany, devaluing our currency. We're getting helpless. There's a big divide between the rich and the poor. And what's going to happen is somebody's going to come along, promise us all these things, that the economy will get better and all these things. You know what's going to happen? We're probably going to somehow find a way to elect ourselves another Hitler. That's crazy. I read my history. I may not know every single nook and cranny, and I do forget some of it, but I remember the lessons it taught me. Truth is, you want to devalue the currency, go right ahead. I see right through the lies. Whatever the Fed tells me, I do the opposite. They tell me the dollar's fine, I'm betting against the dollar. I'm betting against the VIX. I just Look, I made this video for one sole purpose, to tell you to play the volatility. Watch your ass. Cover your ass. My goal, I, <clears throat> I'm passionate and I get frustrated. I'll admit it. Maybe I don't always make a lot of sense. But I just, I'm honest. I'm honest, man. I'm not going to show you any flashy tricks. I'm showing you the truth. I'm a truth seeker. That is it. Money's getting devalued, whether you like it or not. So, what's it going to be? Do you, do we just kind of accept everything as it is? Do we 
try to change it? I don't know. I wish I had all the answers. Sometimes I like to pretend I do. Deep down, sometimes I don't. Maybe I'm being a little melodramatic. Maybe be a little hyperbolic, but I just don't know what to do at this point. So anyway, if anybody's got any suggestions, um, I'm at a loss for words. Just deep down, I just don't know how to proceed anymore. I'm heated. You know, talking about the art of volatility, I guess it makes me feel volatile. I guess, you know, you talk about one subject, you get a little bit volatile. Um, especially talking about volatility, you're going to get volatile. I don't know. I'm already kind of an unhinged person. All right. I'm unhinged. I'm a little bit whacked. But um, I just know <clears throat> with what I've been seeing and my study of economic trends in history, we are mirroring, absolutely mirroring. Uh, the old school when Germany basically fucked their own currency. We're on the beginning path. We are screwing over our economy. Our, also, our debt to GDP ratio is like 140%. That's a bad ratio. It used to be like manageable, if I remember correctly. 14%? 7? 20? That's better than 140. <coughs> the point is, man. Our debt-to-GDP ratio is a huge thing. Corporate debt's a big thing, too. There's a lot of companies that haven't really generated a profit, especially in the S&P 500, that have borrowed a lot of money and probably won't be able to pay it back for the longest of times, and they probably won't show any real profit for a long time. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say there's a shit ton of companies like that in the S&P 500. The S&P 500 actually does have a sizable amount of good companies. Like I'm, I'm actually pretty impressed with some of the companies that are in the S&P 500, but yes, I just, I don't know. <clears throat> There's a lot of people pumping up the market right now and I just uh, don't like it. When the market becomes a huge pump and dump, people getting into investing who shouldn't be into investing. There's a lot of panic sellers in the market, so I'm not surprised. Another reason why I bet against the market, there's too many volatile traders. Who are gonna who are gonna sell because they're afraid of losing any more money? Problem is that I treat money like a game. That's one of the reasons why I continue to win, and that's why people who treat money like a game, I almost treat it kind of sociopathically a little bit. I just don't have the same attachment to money as people do, and people think I love money. That's the weird part. I use money. I don't love money. <laughs> I think people, the people who say they hate money, are actually the people who tend to love it the most because they're the crazy shoppers looking for the new shoes or the the new iPod. I don't think there's been an iPod for years. iPhone. Um, I'm still living in 2006. But the point is, I treat money like a game, whereas people treat it like life and death. They hold on to it. They bury it in the ground or put it in their savings account. Whereas I need my money to work for me. I make it work for me. Money is my slave. I'm not a slave to money. I don't work for money. If you work for money, 
which I still do work for money. I'm still a slave to money in a weird way. But if you want to get out of that slavery to money, you got to make that money work. You got to take the money you get from earning it and say, and turn it around, turn those tables, take that money, get assets. <coughs> and uh, with the art of volatility, with me playing the volatile leverage ETFs, it's been actually a good sign. It's been a good thing. So, do I trust the dollar? Fuck no. Do I trust that it will be volatile under the Biden administration and potentially a market crash? Oh, fuck yeah. Even if the markets end up going up, right? Cool. That means my put options will expire worth something a lot faster than I expected. So, get at it, Biden. If you find a way to make the economy look sexier for a while, at least on appearance, then all for it. <clears throat> but this is going to be a roaring 20s scenario. Absolutely a roaring 20s scenario. And I think if more people realize this, um, we'll be on the right track. But yeah, it's totally a, it's totally a roaring 20s situation. <sighs> makes me laugh. It makes me cry. Makes me want to die. No, but um, I, it, it's interesting. So I hope everybody has an opportunity to to play with the volatility in the market one way or another, however they decide to play it. What, fractional shares might actually be one of your best ways to play the uh, volatility of the market. Fractional shares in a, in a uh, not a volatility index, you don't necessarily have to play the volatility index is the way that I do, but buying um, the S&P 500 index funds at a dip is cool. But you just never know when the dip will happen. So, um I don't know. I just like to play both sides. I love leverage ETFs. They're just a way for me to make extra money. Um, playing both ends of the leverage ETFs allow me to be an infinite player. Playing volatility enough, you play it enough, you get to um, you get to win the game. And I think that's the most important thing for me. I want to win the game. I want to manipulate the game. I want to I want to bend the rules. I want to find the loopholes. I want to be like the Bill Belichick of investing. I want to be like the Tom Brady of investing. So we'll figure it out one way or another. And um, yeah, and I'm, I'm excited. Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. I'm going well past the 15 minute mark of desire. I will try to pump up one more video here in just a few moments. So stick around and 